0: Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Today's episode of People Will Steal Anything, Anytime, and Anywhere takes us to Fort Hood, the Texas Army base founded for tank training during World War II, and now home to 45,000 soldiers and nearly 9,000 civilian workers. And investigators say one or more of them involved in this big heist. Eight days ago, someone broke into what was supposed to be a secure military-grade storage facility on base and then took without permission 106 sets of night vision goggles. Military police are now scouring the base for evidence to catch the perpetrators and for the missing items, but Are you really going to leave a big box with a hundred stolen night vision goggles under a bush? (laughs) My suggestion to recover what was stolen would be to check eBay.
1: I wonder how much a pair of those costs, Cliff. That's a good question. Quite expensive.
0: Well, it's a military thing. It probably is expensive.
1: You ever wanted a pair of night vision goggles, Cliff, (laughs) in your wildest dreams? (laughs) I mean, not really. Me neither. There's nothing really out there I want to (laughs) see. That's a good question. I've been sitting here thinking that ever since you brought that up. I don't think there's anything that I would need to see at nighttime. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't,
0: I don't really go anywhere where I need to see that well in the dark.
1: And there's you know things out there I don't want to see at it's night. Exactly, so
0: you know, that'd be that'd be when
1: the bear would show up and you'd have a plain shot at him. I've got that tingly sensation, Cliff, and when <laughs> no, I get okay. this sensation, yeah, I have found that if I rely on it that a lot of times the thing I'm thinking about comes true. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. So what do you think? Well, I know this is going to sound stupid because the odds of it are really really a long shot, but... Okay. I really think that that black bear is going to come visit my house. I don't know why. I thought you didn't want him to come. I really don't, but I kind of want to see him now. (laughs) And I just feel like every morning when i get up that he's going to be yeah. somewhere lurking around by my house and i'm kind of excited by that cliff <laughs> in a pee your pants kind of
0: way well <laughs> yes yes
1: yeah i'll be a little late that day coming in i'll have to admit that do you have the feeling that maybe you're going to be lucky enough to get to see him up close and personal
0: uh, no I, I i don't believe he'll come
1: into town <laughs> i've got a shot i think cliff yeah.
0: no i i don't i don't um I don't believe he's coming to town. Although we see deer all the time. Uh, If you go out the spring street curve early in the morning, you'll see deer on a regular basis. So I don't believe we're going to see a bear out that way though.
1: Well, I've got the tingling sensation that I'm going to cliff. I hope it's, I (laughs) hope it's uh, true.
0: We, those of us who have seen a movie or two, or maybe even those of us who haven't might remember a character named Buford T justice. Do you, my friend?
1: Was that Jackie Gleason?
0: Yes. 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 There you go. He was, of course, the Texas lawman who chased Smokey and the bandit all the way to Georgia as his patrol car fell apart piece by piece on the way. This story is kind of like that 1977 movie and in more ways than one. First off, it happened in Texas. Secondly, contraband was involved. In the movie, the illegal cargo was Pea Water. I mean, Coors Beer which at the time you couldn't get east of Oklahoma, and in this case, it was just illegal drugs. Police in Houston say the Friday incident began when officers spotted a stolen car in a hotel parking lot along I-10 and Highway 6, and when they tried to pull the car over, the driver refused to stop, which is the whole premise of this story now, isn't it? The resulting chase hit speeds of more than 100 miles an hour, went from one side of Houston to the next, eventually covering six counties, and 125 miles. In fact, the chase was so long, several Houston Police Department cruisers involved had to stop for gas.
1: I never even thought about that happening, Cliff.
0: The police car running out of gas.
1: Could you hold on a minute? we got to stop. And
0: That's right.
1: Got to get some bugs off the windshield, and we'll continue.
0: Check the oil, and then the chase will be back underway. Right after this, Yes. <laughs> Well, yeah. Cliff,
1: I did a little research and found out that today is National Moon Day. And no, not what you're thinking. The actual one in the sky. <laughs> so, so let's put the belt back on, boys. It's, it's not that kind yeah. of moon day.
0: All of you people who will be texting us, no.
1: No, don't do, do you, that. No. And I found out a surprising thing that you may not know about What's, our moon. Really? Okay. Yes. Yes. Did okay. you know that the Earth and the moon are genetically related to each other?
0: Um, I, I've, I've kind of thought that, actually, yeah.
1: Well, it's absolutely true. Hmm. Okay. And they are genetically related, which gives them something, Cliff, in common with the average married person, I think, in West Virginia. So. Oh,
0: no.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. And that's your moon fact oh, for today. Goodness. Do not... Start that texting. Stop it right now before you start. <laughs>
0: no, those pictures will not be looking at.
1: Cliff, I'm having a little trouble remembering your name this morning. Okay, maybe you can help me out. I can okay. picture him. I can see his face. Yeah, he was one of the stars of the Avenger movies. Not that I've seen any of them, but I've seen the say, I've seen the uh, here, here trailers are, on you, TV. Here we are
0: talking about movies you haven't seen again. Yes. Is there? A, you remember what? Identifying characteristics he may have had in this movie.
1: Remember, his first name was like Ben, Benny, Bennett, Benedict.
0: Oh, 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 oh! It was the the actor who played Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: That's it, Benedict Cumberbatch. You know what that makes me think of, Cliff?
0: His name. What does it make you think of?
1: If I was getting my chest waxed and they ripped yeah. that off, that's probably what I would scream out amongst other words. <laughs> Can you hear that in your head right now? Again, yeah. (laughs) 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 Got me all waxed down, and here comes the big... (laughs) And I scream out...
0: Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) On a frigate. Anyway, here's Kelsey Ballerini. (laughs) Cliff, I know you've been very busy with the news this morning. Perhaps you didn't see the last text message that came in. No. Apparently that it's... uh, One of our texting friends said, Hey, guys... Yeah. Did you know they have robots now that can pole dance? <laughs> and I looked it up, Cliff, and they do. Yeah. Okay. $42,000 a piece these uh, robots cost. Okay. But then our texting friend wanted to ask the question to us, and the yeah. question is, what guy is going to watch that? Cliff, do you want to take that one, or do you want me to go ahead and answer <laughs> that one?
0: Why don't you go ahead this time?
1: Robots that pole dance. What guy is going to watch that? All of them. Every single one of them is going to watch that just to see the curiosity of it, Cliff. Would you have answered it that way, Cliff?
0: No, I, I would have not had answered that way at all.
1: Which, what, which, which way would you have went on that one? It's
0: desperate. <laughs> well, <laughs> You can imagine it was a harrowing few days for the wife of Harry Burley. He's the Roseburg, Oregon man who went up into the Cascade Mountains for a day of fishing back in May, and then went missing. When he didn't return home, as he said he was going to, his wife notified authorities and the search for the fisherman was on. 17 days later, after making his way to higher ground where he felt he'd be more visible, a volunteer searcher found Burley, battered and bruised with a twisted ankle, hungry and dehydrated, but alive. It's been two months since his ordeal has ended, and he's continuing to recover. And he spoke last week for the first time to news media about what happened, readily admitting that he went into the wilderness unprepared and saying that he survived by eating insects, snails, and the random crawfish. And when he couldn't find water, he avoided dehydration by drinking his own urine. And he told reporters there was one other thing that kept him going. While he was lost for nearly two and a half weeks, the thought of getting home to see his wife. My guess is she made him brush his teeth thoroughly before the reunion.
1: Oh. <laughs> they don't make enough toothpaste for that, Cliff, I'm telling you. <laughs> Here's some Lysol. Yep. Here, open up We're and dry. say all.
0: Just, just spray that down. In, up in,
1: but yeah. Cliff, I got a question for you this morning. Okay. I uh, remember when Randy, the fireman here in Princeton, the fire territory, yeah. dropped by our Country one studio quite some time ago, and he had a drone that he yes. was showing you how to operate and what it could do. Yes. Do you still have your drone, or did you get rid of it?
0: Oh, no, I still have it. I haven't flown it in a good while, um,
1: but I still have it. How long would you say, Cliff, that it's been since you've... Uh, probably probably a drone. couple
0: of years. <laughs> I mean that seems like a long time. The problem is is that um because I'm a professional photographer when I'm not doing what I'm doing right now um, th- that means that um basically if you have a drone and you do not have the FAA certification to operate it commercially you can't take money for it and so basically it's just a hobby. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so, I mean, I've, I've I've flown it for fun, but it's been a couple of years since I've done that.
1: Well, let me ask you this. Okay. Let's just say that this weekend, just for yeah. happenstance, okay. you're sitting at your house, and after a while, on a Saturday afternoon, yeah. you uh, drink a couple, three or more adult beverages. Oh, and yeah. as guys do after they've had a few, then yeah. we get to thinking stupid things, and Cliff would be sitting at his <laughs> house going, I haven't flown this drone in like two years. This would be a good time to get this sucker out and fly it. <laughs> and so Saturday, yeah, a little bit, you know, inebriated, Cliff Ingram takes his drone into the air and immediately yeah. you crash into the side of your neighbor's house and the okay. neighbor calls the police on you. Yes. Could they get you and arrest you, Cliff, for drinking and droning? <laughs> Can they get you for that?
0: I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's a law specifically for drinking and droning, but there's probably a law. I mean, it would probably be like public intoxication or something, but
1: yeah. What if you mind. were in your house droning and hit your neighbor's house?
0: <laughs> How would you do that?
1: Well, will How it not do, work if you're in your house and you're...
0: I mean, if you're, if you're inside with the controller and the drone is outside flying around in the air, hmm, that's a good question. I don't know.
1: Is there anything they could get you for, except for I, like I, a horrible driver of I mean, the drone?
0: I don't know. Probably. I mean, I, I don't know. Wanton endangerment or something? Under destruction of p- property or whatever? It's possible. I suppose.
1: I just wonder if that is on the actual law books. Drinking and droning.
0: Drinking and droning. I don't know.
1: Oh, I'm sure somebody knows, Cliff. <laughs> Somebody's going to let sure. us know. I'm sure someone does. Yes. I saw a study, Cliff, that found out. That ordinary citizens, and I think you and I are ordinary citizens. I would say so, yeah. I think so, too. And this study says that we can start to mirror the angry emotions of our favorite politician. Really? The longer Mm -hmm. we watch our favorite politician, the more we will start to mirror their angry emotions. And that's another reason, Cliff. Yeah. Why we need Dolly Parton to run for office? She's never angry about anything. I don't know if she's ever been mad in her life. Boy,
0: would that be a big round mirror, oh. <laughs> especially at the top, like one of those mirror, other...
1: like a circus mirror. I know. <laughs> You just can't let Dolly go, can you, Cliff? You just can't do (laughs) it. I mean,
0: she's got some pretty
1: good handles going on here. Okay, stop. Quit it. (laughs) It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. And as we spoke earlier, Cliff, it's about Chuck Berry. Yes. Now, he started performing around 1953-ish. Okay. And passed away in 2007 and pretty well played all the way up until the very end. Mm Mm-hmm and this man is known as one of the founders of rock and roll with a style of playing a guitar like nobody else okay and chuck berry only had one number 1 hit in <laughs> all of the music that he released yeah and sadly that only number 1 hit was my dingling <laughs> Which has been suggested numerous times for our only you could make it stomp song on Friday. Okay. Hasn't been selected yet, Cliff, but I think that's a little bit freaky. That's the only number one. That's the only one. That's it.
0: You know, I remember that song was in the jukebox out at the bowling alley when we were kids.
1: (laughs) Did they play it
0: often? Every Saturday morning, someone played it. Maybe two or three times.
1: Well, I find it I find it amazing, Cliff, that that's the only one he that's ever... That's the
0: only number one song.
1: Yet. That's the only one. Pretty well a throwaway wow. song. And there it yeah. was. But all of that you can take straight to the bank. Here's Blake. Yeah. All right. I thought you had left us there. It sounded like oh, he was vacuuming. No. i might be here shortly but i'm okay all right well i was just saying that there's been a lot we're still doing this program yes we're still doing we got 15 more minutes to trudge (laughs) through here okay okay the athletes at the olympic village in tokyo there's been a lot of controversy over their beds have you been reading any of this are they made out of like cardboard made out of cardboard and i think that uh well i was just sitting here thinking yeah Suppose I was over there in Tokyo representing the United States as a world-class athlete. Yeah. Much like Jackie Young. You could put me in that same category, okay? You could, yes. yes.
0: In a theoretical world, you could.
1: And here I am, Cliff, this world-class athlete in my room on my cardboard bed. Yeah. And, of course, at some point in time, I'll be relaxing and kind of just chilling out. Yeah, And I pop the top on my two-liter Diet Mountain Dew. (laughs) Yeah. And I drop my Diet Mountain Dew in the bed. Yes. It gets wet and collapses in the floor because it's made out of cardboard, (laughs) and I'm injured and can't represent the United States. I think that's a tragedy right there about to happen. What do you think, Cliff? Um. (laughs) You can picture me in that bed, can't you, right now with the two-liter Diet Mountain Dew?
0: in In a collapsed bed. Injured, because you wet the bed. Well, I did. Well, no, I didn't. Oh, it was Mountain Dew. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I can visualize that. I,
1: I never thought about that. If you were a chronic bed wetter, you'd have to sleep on the you, floor over there. You,
0: yeah, you. You wouldn't want to have a cardboard bed frame. Uh, no, you <laughs> wouldn't. <laughs> be bad.
1: Cliff, was there anything said today? Phrases of the day, starboard number three.
0: Benedict Cumberbatch on a frigate. <laughs> number two, what guy is going to watch that? <laughs> In reference to a uh, robot on a stripper pole.
1: <laughs> All of the them. I'm yeah, telling that one. you. Remember,
0: remember that? Yes, I do. Yes. And the answer is
1: desperate.
0: <laughs> the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Excited. In a pee-your-pants kind of way.
1: Wish I hadn't even brought up that cardboard thing, Cliff. <laughs> but we did keep the creep out today.
0: If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to WeedandCliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.